Today's episode is brought to you by Second Home Hollywood, a creative workspace and cultural venue committed to supporting entrepreneurship, innovation, and community. Whether you're looking for a place to write, meet, or work, Second Home is the place for you. Visit secondhome.io slash Hollywood and enter code BACKSTAGE at checkout for a complimentary day pass. Welcome to In The Envelope, a podcast from Backstage, the one-stop shop for actors and creators both above and below the line. I am your host, Vinny Mancuso, Backstage Senior Editor and Professional Entertainment Obsessive. I'll be your guide through every corner of the creative industry with the help of some of your favorite stars. Here you'll find intimate, in-depth talks with today's most award-worthy names in film, television, and theater. Along the way, we'll get advice on living your best creative life, relatable stories of the highest highs and lowest lows, and maybe, just maybe, a rare peak in the envelope. I've waited more than 30 years for this, so you have to persevere, don't give up. One day, that opportunity will come knocking. You just have to be ready. And when it does, you have to pour your entire heart and soul into it and be brave. I hope people can hear my story and if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. You just have to be patient. Welcome to In the Envelope, the Actors Podcast. I am your host, backstage senior editor, Vinny Mancuso. And my advice to you, my friends, today is to reach out and grab the nearest box of tissues because joining us today is the wonderful, the inspiring Ki Hui Kwan. Now, for anyone unfamiliar with Ki's story, uh, he got his start at just 12 years old, playing Short Round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, He followed that up almost immediately with The Goonies and seemed pretty poised to become a Hollywood staple uh, in the 80s and beyond that. Then the roles just stopped coming for many reasons, some normal, some not, uh, but either way, Key Key stepped away. He worked behind the camera, he became an assistant director, a stunt coordinator, um, but for decades he did not act. He stayed behind the camera and he just kind of put that part of himself on permanent hold. But, uh, as I'm sure you know by now, uh, Key not only returned to acting with the role of Waymond in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, he's not only garnering some awards buzz, he is an improbable frontrunner heading into the 95th Academy Awards. Uh, The whole movie is. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, One of the least likely Oscars plays ever. Uh, Definitely featuring more butt plugs than your average Oscars play. Uh, It's leading the pack with 11 nominations. Uh, That includes four individual acting nods. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Stephanie Hsu, and yes, Ki Hui Kwan. It's an emotional journey, and this is an emotional chat with a truly, truly delightful person. Um, let's get right into it. Here is Ki Hui Kwan. Ki, thank you so much for being here. I, I'm so, so, so excited to talk to you. Well, thank you for having me, Vinny. And uh, I'm so excited. This is my first cover. Oh my God. Yeah. How did the, sh- how did the shoot go? Was everything good? Everything's good? Yeah. Well, it went really well. I had a great time. Uh, awesome. and, but I was just so excited the entire shoot because, you know, this is my 
this is my first solo cover. I've been on covers before, but mm-hmm. it was with it was with Harrison Ford mm-hmm. or, you know, or, or, you know, the poster of our movie, you know, back in the days in Indiana Jones and Goonies. So, so I was really excited. So thank you, Vinny. Wow. For, for I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's an honor. I did. I, I honestly did not know that. That's incredible. And yeah, you know, when we booked this cover, it was a few weeks ago. And as of, you know, 24 hours ago, I'm, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to Oscar nominee. Key. I, this <laughs> is, it's 24 hours ago. How, how has your 24 hours been? Oh my gosh. It's been you know what? It, it's been crazy. It's been wild. I am so, so, so happy. Mm-hmm. I could not believe this is happening. Seriously. You know, I, 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 ever since our movie came out, I go to sleep every night, you know, uh, feeling very blessed and very grateful. And I wake up every morning wondering, you know, if everything that has happened since is a dream. Mm-hmm. And it's always, you know, it always takes me a minute or two to convince myself that this is real. Yeah. And, and it's just unbelievable. Um, I remember not that long ago, a little more than a year ago during the pandemic, when I was, we finished shooting the movie. It was done. The Daniels were, were, were editing it, getting ready. We were in post-production and, uh, and I was just staying at home trying to keep safe. And I was auditioning left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could not land one single job. Wow. Not even, not even one callback. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad and, and nervous because I thought, again, once again, was this just a one-time thing? And I even called our producer, Jonathan Wong, and I said, you've seen the movie many times. Uh, can I ask you, if I'm any good in it. Mm-hmm. And he says, Key, why are you asking this stupid question? And I said, Jonathan, <laughs> I kid you not. I could not land a job. Mm-hmm. And he says, you just wait. And I was so afraid that I was going to lose my health insurance in 2021. I'm, I'm because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get anything. And sure enough, come 2022, mm-hmm. uh, I lost my health insurance. Wow. This was this was probably right before the movie came out. Right? This was uh, right before the movie yeah, came out. Soon. So so the entire twenty twenty one came and went without one single job because I nobody nobody wanted to hire me. I can't imagine that position. You know, knowing that you have this performance coming, you just want to tell people just wait till you see this performance, and and it's 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 like I, I can imagine you're almost thinking, you know, it's going to happen again. You know, this thing that that happened, it's going to happen again. Where you're going to have to sort of step away. And I, I can't imagine what that was like, you know, being on that precipice of, of knowing that, that this, this role could lead to other things, but it's, it hasn't yet. Um, but, you know, you know, the thing, the thing was, you know, the, Daniels offered to show me the movie before mm-hmm. it came out. And I said, no, I don't want to see it. Oh, interesting. Uh, interesting. I, 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 I want to see it when, when, when it comes out. So I don't, you know, I haven't seen a single scene of the movie. And again, it was that same fear again that I had when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Right after Indiana Jones and, and, and the Goonies, and it was a gradual decline from that point on. And I was experiencing all of that again, but this time, not in my early teens or, or, or late 20s, but when I was a middle-aged man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so I was, I was really nervous. And, of course, thank God, when the movie came out, everything turned changed. Out, turned out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's why I am so, so thankful, so grateful to the Daniels for trusting me with with this wonderful character, Wayman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's just been unbelievable since. 
I uh, I was actually just having this conversation about how you know I remember I remember seeing this movie. Uh, I think it was in the last almost a year ago, like almost exactly a year ago. You know, seeing this movie. And the first conversation I had is like, you, there's always these movies every year where you're like, wow, I saw that and I'm already mad because I don't think it's going to be recognized by the Oscars. You know, it's like you you, you you have these movies where you're like, man, that's so good and so weird. I, I'm just already mad on behalf of that movie because I don't think it's going to get nominated for anything. Uh, and then you flash forward and the movie is leading the Oscars. The movie has 11, has more nominations than any other movie. It's just... The way this movie has captured people is is unlike anything I've seen in a long time. And I, I can't imagine what that's been like, you know, because unlike a lot of Oscars movies, you know, this movie came out a while ago. You've all been ride, riding the wave of this movie for so long. And I just can't imagine what the ups and downs with that have been on your end. Well, Vinny, you know, the truth is none of us predicted any of this would have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all got together because we all believe in the script and we believed in the Daniels. They wanted to do something different, and they had this wild and crazy idea that they wanted to share with the world, and we were all along for the ride. Uh, And we worked really hard. We poured our heart and soul into this movie for 38 days in Simi Valley, Uh, and all we were hoping for uh, is that, you know, one, the movie will make its money back Mm -hmm. so that we get to do this again, and second, that, you know, somehow it would find... You know, whoever wanted to to, to watch something that that is, you know, crazy and wild and out of this world, you know, find that that audience. And we didn't expect that the audience would embrace our movie Mm -hmm. uh, uh, as much as they did. And also at the same time, for me personally, I haven't been doing this for more than 20 years. Mm -hmm. So I had it. You know, I had another layer of fear in me because one, I I don't know if the audience will remember me. And second, whether they would embrace my return back on the screen. Uh, the last time they saw me, I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I look much older now. <laughs> uh, and, and since then, uh, it has been, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And, yeah. you know, of course, you know, we thought this, I mean, like you said, it came out, you know, last March. Mm-hmm. It did really well. And we thought, oh, you know, the whole conversation would just die down and, mm-hmm. and, and that would be the end of it. A little do we know that, you know, here we are. <laughs> came the award season, you know, you know, the buzz got bigger and bigger, the noise got bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and here we are with 11 nominations, uh, you know, uh, and none of us predicted this. So I'm so grateful to the Academy uh, for, for, for giving us this. It's, well, it's, yeah. You, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, you, you reached out to your producer and you just want to know, like, am I good in this? And, and, and he assured you, of course, you're good in this. And, you know, there's there's that because of the time you took away and because of that that long hiatus, did, did, did a part of you sort of like become a bit you mentioned it's hard to believe. But did when people are constantly telling you, look, this you're great in this movie, look like is there just a part of you that sort of became used to not believing that, to not believing that it's, that it's actually going to be as good as, as you were hoping it would be? Uh, I didn't think much, honestly, when I, when I did this movie. I was just so hungry mm-hmm. for a role like this. I was just so hungry for a job, like, to be able to step in front of the camera again, uh, to do something that I, that I truly love for a long, long time. One of the greatest things that has happened since this movie came out is a lot of people that I that I that I got to meet in person mm-hmm. came up to me 
and 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 tell me that one they love our movie it changed mm-hmm. their lives second they you know they they love my performance which you know gave, gave me the greatest encouragement the validation and third is and this was really unexpected like my story has inspired them has encouraged them to continue to to keep on dreaming mm-hmm. it's the greatest thing it is so heartwarming that that I'm able to do this. And honestly, you know, I grew up in a very traditional Chinese value family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was taught from a very young age to internalize all my feelings, all my emotions. For sure, I would not have the courage mm-hmm. when I was much younger to tell my story. And 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 I've opened, you know, since, you know, since a movie came out, I really opened myself up. Because uh, I wanted people, you know, because, you know, for, for a long time, they said, where, 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 where did you go, Ki? Mm-hmm. You know, what happened to you? Where were you? For the longest time, you know, I would get interview requests from a lot of journalists wanting to do a piece where, where are they now? Mm-hmm. And the, the truth is, I've been here the whole time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so never did I think about Opening up my my you know sharing my story would would inspire people. That that was you know that's the greatest joy mm-hmm. out of all of this. Is it a a, a similar kind of you know because there's 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 vulnerability to acting. You know you're 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 opening yourself up. You're 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 sort of digging in to create a character. Is it a different kind of vulnerability to where now you're even this deep into your career, you feel like you're sharing parts of yourself with people that that you haven't before is is it is it all sort of swirling in this in this very vulnerable place for you where you you feel as if it's a different thing from acting where you're really showing people parts of yourself that they they haven't seen before well you know i when i when i got this role Mm -hmm. it's so complex and and so nuanced and i'm not just playing one version i'm playing three versions of the same character and i and i knew immediately that i would have to open up in mm-hmm. order for me to, to 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 play to play you know the three versions and 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 to give it justice, so I spent a lot of time with myself, just convince myself to to let that door open, and and to be and to be vulnerable because you know that's what tax Wayman is you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, and and the different versions of it and and you know and you know I, I I felt that I've had enough life experience now where I can pull from my younger self. You know those those feelings that I had, those experience, life experiences that I had in my in my when I was a child, in my twenties, in my thirties, in my forties, and I wanted to to pour all of that into these 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 characters. So yeah, I I wanted to I wanted to go there for this. I didn't expect to swing that door so wide open that I can't stop getting emotional yeah. when I when I'm doing interviews or meeting people. Uh, in person and then sharing their stories with me. I, I you know, f- so often people come up to me and they would immediately start crying when they, when they, you know, tell me how much this movie means to them. And I would cry with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I think, you know, I think there is a very, it's a nice thing to be vulnerable, you know, in, in our society. You know, we are so afraid to share our, our feelings. And I think, you know, once when you do, you realize how how much we're all alike, even though we look very different on the outside. Absolutely, and you know, you you mentioned the 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 emotion of just talking about the role. I think that's I I mean I I actually just rewatched this movie um, 
very recently. I saw it when it came out, and I rewatched it before this. And the thing that struck me is how much the key to your performance is that sort of like just sheer openness, you know. And it's it it's sort of it's through line through all of these different characters from these different universes. It's clearly you clearly created a different character for each universe, but that through line is just how how open you are. And I think that's that big pivotal moment where you know the Michelle Yeoh is looking at your character and just realizing what it is to 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 really be to like you say be kind and and it, it's just there's something about casting you in this role that makes the role work and I'm, I'm sure that's what the Daniels um, were looking for uh, so I am curious you know when you heard from them and you talked to them about this character what was it about you specifically that they were hoping would be sort of melded into this role and vice versa well that that would be a great question for you to ask them my, my <laughs> wife my wife often asked them how come they're so courageous uh, to hire someone who hasn't acted in 20 years and, and to give them and to place their trust in, in, in this person with such a big, important role. But for me personally, you know, when I, when, when, when I got that phone call and when we sat down for the very first time, when we discussed the different versions of Wayman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, we, we agree immediately creatively on, on what these three versions are like. Uh, what it means to them, what how you know what the contributions is to the story, and then after that, it was just me uh, reaching deep within myself to to share my life basically uh, with 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 these characters. Honestly, I don't think I could have played Wayman mm-hmm. had it been offered me ten, fifteen years ago. I don't think I was ready, but it was at a time where I've reached a certain you know I, I've reached a, a certain point in my life where I felt that I was comfortable to do this. And, uh, and you know, and, and honestly, it, it, it's, it's driven out of, it's driven out of fear that I had, mm-hmm. that I was so afraid that I would reach 60 years old and have a lot of regrets. Uh, again, that is, you know, you can find that regret in, in, in CEO Wayman. Mm-hmm. And, and that regret comes from, you know, if, if I had I, not giving courage to to the stream that I had, or to, you know, giving voice to the stream that I had, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 just I'm just so glad that 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 I'm that I'm able to do this really, and what an incredible gift it has been since. Absolutely, I mean, I I I, I tell this to a lot of our guests. This is, of course, you know, backstage the actors' podcast. A lot of people that listen to this podcast are people who are actors, and maybe people who who are in a position. Uh, where they 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 are setting those deadlines for themselves, you know. If I don't hit this by this age, or if I don't chase this thing by, so I I think that's what a lot of people are really latching onto. Both your character in the movie and your story outside of it is that that idea that it's never too late. It's never too late to change. It's never too late to um, have a realization about yourself. And I think that you know that's just one of the things that people are. And I think that's especially. For people that listen to this podcast who are thinking, oh, is it too late for me? You know, is it is it have I have I gone past my point where it would have happened for me. Oh, Vinny, I, I, I had that I had that thought for the longest time. Uh, even when I was in my in my in my thirties. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, working behind the camera, even though I was content, but you know, I was like, you know, I wasn't I wasn't achieving what I wanted to achieve. So mm-hmm. I had that, you know, I had those fears in my forties, especially in my forties. Mm-hmm. And you, and a lot of times, you know, in our society, you know, 
we often think that once when you hit your fifties, it's all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what, and that's, I was, I was confronted with that fear. Uh, and that's why I said, I have to do this. Uh, little did I know what was waiting, what was waiting around the corner for me. And so it's, yeah, to all those people out there who are doubting themselves, who are wondering if it is too late, if my story proves anything, it is that it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you persevere, as long as you continue to dream that, you know, uh, that dream. And uh, one day it will happen, even if it takes a long time, but it will happen for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have all these 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 hopes and fears and dreams when you when you return to acting, and this is all inside of you. And I've, I I think I've heard that you know you do the audition, you you do the audition, your first audition for this movie, and then you don't hear back for a, a two months or something like that. Um, yes. Tell, tell me about those those two months. Um, you know, you're finally jumping back in, and this this role of a lifetime, and from what I can tell, you really gave it your all, and then you don't hear back. So what was the other side of that audition like, where you were uh-huh. like, oh well, that was it. Yeah, well, first of all, those two months uh, was horrible. I was miserable. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, as each day passes, uh, again, I was doing exactly what I was doing when I was much younger, mm-hmm. waiting for that phone to ring. Uh, and, and it didn't ring, uh, you know, eight weeks went by. And I, and I thought, oh, man, I wanted, you know, this role so bad. But my experience tells me that Two months is a long time. They've probably moved on. The one person that that still believed that I can I can land this world was my wife. She uh, told me every single day, just wait, just, just they they will call you. They will call you. And I go, you're crazy. You don't understand. You know, two months is a long time. They probably you know they're, they're probably negotiating with another actor right now. Uh, and but she never gave up. She she always thought that I was perfect for that role, just because of how much I wanted it, and just just how much you know, like watching my reaction from reading the script and how emotional I got. She said, "You're perfect for this." And sure enough, when that phone call came, uh, I was jumping up and down with joy. I jumped so high and I screamed so loud. Uh, it was. It was it was the happy one of the happiest days of my life, and it's the same feeling that I had two nights two days ago mm-hmm. when I when I when I when I heard my name being announced as one of the uh, one of the five actors being nominated for an Oscar. I was going to ask you now because there are five there there's five people in your category. Um, your name was announced fifth, so I'm curious. What it felt like, you know, you're sitting there, your 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 categories announced, and then there's a name, a name, a name. You know, how long did the did that time feel to you before they finally said your name? It, it felt like a long, long time. <laughs> it felt like a, but you know, but the thing is, my my feelings were so. It, it was a mix of emotions because as they were announcing the names, and uh, you know, uh, Brendan Gleeson, and I go, wow. I was clapping. I said, yes, yes, much deserved, you know. And as each names were announced, I go, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's great, you know. Mm-hmm. And then as I was looking at the screen, it was the third and the fourth, and there was only one spot left. <laughs> and I go, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Like, wow. I might, I might not get it. It was, I was so, I was nervous. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, 
when yeah. that when I saw my name up on the uh, on the fifth spot, it was uh, it was just it was just pure joy. Yeah, I can imagine it felt like that last spot was empty for a very long, <laughs> a very long time. You know? it, it felt like a long, long time. In fact, my uh, my family called me right after, and they they were watching at the same time in Houston, Texas. My younger brother David, his wife Kendall, they were watching it too, and they were so nervous for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, it, Oscar means so much to me because you know, I, I every single year I would always love to watch. The, the Oscars, watching all the all the celebrities walk down that red carpet, all those people in the room dressed so nice in the tuxes and beautiful gowns, and as each winner uh, is announced and they go up there and give a speech, and I would always imagine, I was always fantasize about fantasize about being in that room, and and this is for more than thirty years, and when I stepped away from 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 acting, I thought that dream was gone. It, it was it was so far away that I didn't think, I really didn't think that it would come, it would come back. Mm-hmm. And, and for this to happen uh, when I'm 52 years old, what, what, isn't this incredible? What a story, right? I, uh-huh. I we all I think the people that, that, that pay attention to, to the, the awards and the, you know, they took the they we love a good story. We love a great story. And I, you know, it, you just have a great story. There's no denying that um, no matter what happens from this point on, you know, I think that up to this point, it has really just been a, a, a true pleasure to to see you, you know, appear in this role and for the movie to catch on. The way it connected, shockingly, you know, I I, I think anyone who's seen the movie um, knows that it's 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 surprising how many how wide it's gone, you know, and how many people connect with it. But it's also not surprising once you've seen it enough times and you're like, wow, it really is just an incredibly human story, and there's so much to latch on to. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a true pleasure to watch. Um, and I do want to ask about, you know, all, some of the specifics that went into this role, you know, so you, you get the role um, and you kind of dive into it. I think I've seen you see I've seen you say that you've hired an acting coach, dialogue coach, you know, voice coach, body movement coach. And I also think I saw you say that you were you were doing a lot of the Alexander technique. Um, yeah, I'd love to learn some more about that, a little bit more about what that. Well, you know, I, I, I want I want to give a shout out to Jean-Louis Rauigue, who mm-hmm. uh, who is a yeah, I mean, one of the best body movement coaches uh, out there. He coaches like DiCaprio and Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I got this role, I called my agent immediately and I said, I need help. I mm-hmm. need a lot of help. I love this role so much, but I don't think I can do it alone. Uh, just because of how much, you know, you know, you know, how much time have passed since I stepped in front of the camera. And one of the first, uh, I, re- I remember reading an interview that Margot Robbie uh, did. And she uh, and she mentioned about how she always rehearses and finds her character with a body movement coach. And I go, wow, that's really interesting uh, because that's what I wanted for the different versions of Wayman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted that. I wanted the audience to be able to watch the movie and to very clearly, you know, distinguish between which version of Wayman is up on the screen. And and the first thing I did was I, I you know I I, I call. Jean Louis, and I said I need help. Uh, show him the, the script, and um, and and his technique is, you know, it's called the, the Alexander technique. And he would find, he will read the script, and he will find the different animals that he thinks is perfect for that particular character. And uh, and for 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 my character Wayman specifically, he picked the squirrel for the tax Wayman, perfect. A fox for the CEO Wayman, and an eagle for 
the Alpha Wayman. That's so interesting. And uh, and my homework before we even start our first session was, you know, he wanted me to go on YouTube and just watch countless hours of these dif- different animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, he wanted me to print out pictures of different looking squirrels, different looking <laughs> foxes, different looking eagles. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, so I, I went to the, uh, 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 a printing shop and I print out like 50, 60 photos of just these three animals. And I would just tape them all over my wall as I'm watching these videos on YouTube. Uh, and, the, and the first session starts with me on the ground as a squirrel <laughs> with, with the music playing that I would pick. I would choose a, a particular music that I think it's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I would be on the ground imitating how a squirrel moves, eats. Uh, and, and I would do that over and over again and then slowly transform into my character. Uh, and it's, it's a fascinating technique. I Absolutely. loved it. And, 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 and Jean-Louis was instrumental in helping me create these characters. And we, we did it in love where, because, you know, because it's, it's only 38 shooting days. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm on set, in one scene, I would be doing Tax Wayman. The next scene, right away, I would be doing Alpha Wayman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's all that preparation that allowed me to switch from one character to the other very quickly. And then, yeah, so that, I, I, I did that with Jean-Louis, uh, the body movement coach. And then I also hired myself an acting coach, a dialogue coach, because I haven't spoken a, a written dialogue, you know, for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a voice coach. Because uh, I wanted, you know, um, Alpha Wayman and Taxi Wayman to sound a little bit different. I'm curious, you know, because you mentioned you're you're going from scene to scene and changing character, but there are moments and in the in the movie that that ask you to sort of immediately become the character. You know, it's like a, it's a. So I want to ask about those moments where it was it was that instantaneous change where you have to kind of and it's it, it's very effective you know it's it's your posture changes i think even the way you talk changes i'm curious about how you handled those those moments it, it, it was tough but i think it's i know I, I credit it to the preparation that i did mm-hmm. uh you know the three months prior to 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 uh principal photography and also you know to the to the beautiful directions of the daniels uh and then it's just really being really well prepared knowing my lines and uh being in the moment and knowing the characters really well, I didn't think, you know, I didn't think I, I was able to do it until uh, the end of the first week of shooting. And I remember the very specific shot where we are at the at the uh, IRS building mm-hmm. and uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, Evelyn, just punched Deirdre, Bobby Deirdre. And, uh, and she says, you asked me to do this. And I, I switched from Tax Wayman to Alpha Wayman. Yep. And it was that shot that Jamie Lee Curtis saw on the, on the monitor. And she ran up to me, gave me a big hug. He says, Key, that was freaking incredible. And whatever doubts that I had before that was completely gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, 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 yeah, she gave me a lot of confidence, a lot of courage to really give it, you know, to dive in. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, when you're working, uh, playing off of the, you know, the, the Michelle Yeoh. You yeah, know. <laughs> I can't, I can't. She's, a le- uh, she's a legend. It, she's it, a legend. Yeah, yeah. It, really it, it, it helps a lot. Yes. Incredible. I, I, I do want to ask about um, one very specific moment, because I I think even long before 
awards season began, I think the first sense of, of, of the idea of how much this movie was connecting is how much I kept seeing people post the line, in another life, I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes with you. Um, that, I think even like weeks, days after the movie premiere, people are like, wow, that's line of the year. That's moment of the year. I couldn't handle that. So I do want to, I do want to talk about filming that scene specifically, especially because you have experience working with um, Wong Kar Wai, uh, that, which that scene is very um, inspired by. Uh, you've, you've, you've talked about how you used to watch Tony Young uh, from behind the camera. So how much of that was, you know, swirling around your head as you filmed that and how much of it was you sort of also trying to put your own spin on that homage as well? I, I, I think it stemmed from the fact that all those times that I, I, I was working for Wong Kar Wai and just feeling, just having, just having this really weird feeling watching Tony Lund in front of the camera and I was behind the camera. I was the AD mm-hmm. uh, uh, on, on a movie called 2046. We shot that movie in Macau for a long time. And it was just, I, I love, I'm a big fan of Tony Leung, mm-hmm. but it was just also standing behind the camera watching him. And then just like, I remember there were a lot of moments where I remember back when I was in front of the camera uh, and all those wonderful memories that I had. Uh, and just kind of missing it, really missing that part of my life. Uh and uh, and he's just feeling this like the feeling that I had when I had to step away. The, you know the the uh, the feelings of uh, confusion, completely lost because I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, all of that just came. One, I think it was just like a couple of nights that I that I did just came flooding back in and and and, and wonder. You know what would what, what would my life be like had I had things to work out much better for me. Uh, so when we, when we did that scene, uh, it was the last day of shooting, actually. Oh, wow. That's incredible. It was, oh, actually, it, was, it wasn't, it was a second to the last. But right towards the but end. It was, so. But it was, but it was the day right after that we got shut down because of the pandemic. Right. right. Uh, so so it, was, it was very rushed to get all the, uh, you know, the entire shot list uh, done. But, just being in that alley, just looking into into Michelle Yeoh's, you know, eyes. Uh, I don't know what happened. What like I just I and, and again, this is you know, this is to the credit of of those beautiful words that the Daniels wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just took over me, uh, and I and I. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I love that line, but I didn't think that line would resonate with art, you know, with audiences the way it did. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was just, I think it was just me having serious FOMO all these years, you know, and, um, and feeling, you know, lonely, uh, because, you know, that's what CEO Wayman is. He's, he's very lonely, even though he's very successful. Uh, he has all the money in the world, but he, you know, he doesn't have the love of his life. So it, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was a combination of, of, of a bunch of different emotions that was going through me at that time. Um, yeah. And even if I, when I watch it today, I can, I can see, I can see what I was feeling at that time. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but, uh, but I, I kind of, I still remember what was going through my mind. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, that that was towards the end of filming, but it wasn't the last. Do you, do you remember sort of 
what the last day of filming was and then what that experience was for you you know this it what sounds like you know comeback of a lifetime character of a lifetime you've sat with it you've done all of this preparation all this process can you remember what it was like to then you know sort of hear that's a wrap and then and then your the, the performance is over well, you know, you know, that was the, you know, that was the last day without knowing it was the last day. Mm-hmm. And then we got shut down for eight months. Mm-hmm. And then we came back uh, and added another day. So it was like two days of, 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 of pickups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and I remember feeling, you know, you know, overjoyed that I got to do this. But then also when that when the last shot that they that they did and said, "Kid, that's a wrap for you," I was so happy and so grateful. I remember giving the Daniels a big, big hug and thanking them over and over again for this amazing opportunity. But then, when I when I left that set, I wonder if I will get to do this again. You know, if that was it, or did I am I am I going to get another job? Uh, and sure enough, for a year and a half, I could not get a job. Yeah, that's I, I, I can't believe that. And I, I can't I I'm, I'm wondering, you know, and, you know, correct me if this is this is, you know, too intensive a question. But I'm curious, after all, all of the recognition for this film and, you know, you have you have jobs lined up, you have the Disney Plus show, you have Loki and all that. Do you do you feel secure? Do you feel like it, it that, that you are um, back or do you still have that kind of feeling where it's like, wow, I do know that this this can this does and can end any any MR. Do you still do you feel like you are secure where you are right now? You know, I, I like I like the feeling of not knowing mm-hmm. because it, it keeps me grounded. It keeps me feeling grateful. That's why every time when I walk on a set I feel so grateful. Uh just knowing how difficult for me to be here. Yeah, I mean sure there, there's a lot more opportunities. Now, not just for me, but for, you know, for the entire AAPI community, which mm-hmm. I'm so grateful uh, to Hollywood for. A lot of progress has been made. But I think there is, uh, I, I think there's, there's, there's some good in, in thinking and not forgetting, and not forgetting where you came from, because it, 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 it you know, you don't take things for granted. Uh, and that's how I was raised mm-hmm. by my parents, you know to be thankful and to remember where we came from. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna think too much what tomorrow is gonna be like, cause I wanna be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I am not, you know, I, all I can say is that I'm really, really happy <laughs> right now. I didn't think That's... I would be here. Yeah. I didn't think I would be an Oscar nominated actor. Oh I, my this, gosh. I, you know, when it's you, incredible. When... It's going to be a long, it, there's going to be very rare situations where somebody, you know, puts your name down in writing without it first saying Oscar, no, Oscar nominee. That's, it's, I know. That's, it's, that's, 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 it, it just dawned on me after I was nominated. <laughs> I sat there and I go, what the hell just happened? And then it's like, oh my gosh, from, from this day forward, I yeah. will be an Oscar nominated actor. How incredible is that? Yeah, I just, I, 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 I can't tell you how happy I am. And, and, you know, I, I, I love repeating myself how grateful I am uh, yeah, that's incredible. Uh, because that's, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the most, you know, sort of, I don't know, mundane, everyday life thing you've done since becoming an Oscar nominee? What is, what is... <laughs> uh, so many people have reached out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and, uh, and, and reading those messages, reading those emails, reading those comments online uh, has been so heartwarming. I'm overwhelmed with emotions, as you, as you can see, even me talking to you about this, uh, this interview. I mean, I, I feel, I, I try not to think too much of it, but I do, but I do, I, I do really appreciate all those wonderful people that reached out, all, all the fans of our movie, mm-hmm. uh, all the support that we have gotten so far, uh, uh, their warm embrace of my return. You know, I will always, those, those are the things that are always on my mind. And, you know, I, and again, it's, it's, it's something that I don't know if you've, you've thought, but this is a, you know, this is a movie about alternate paths and, you know, it's a movie about, you know, making one decision. And, and I'm curious, do you ever take a second to, to, to think about, you know, alternate version of Key who, who, who kept working, who kept in front of the camera and like how you maybe would have been different if, if things had gone to, or is that something that you don't, it, it's hard to, to even process because that's not how it happened. No, no, it, it, it's, it's, uh, uh, I do think about it. How can you not? This is what our movie is about. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I do think about it uh, more, m- more before mm-hmm. when, you know, when we we're making the movie, when the movie just came out, uh, less so now, because I realized that I don't want to change a thing. Uh, you know, d- yes, of course, during those, when I was much younger, when I was in my 20s and my 30s, uh, I always wondered, did I, you know, did I make, you know, had I, could, could my life have been different? Had I, you know, chose a different path? All of those thoughts was, was on my mind all the time. Uh, did I miss an opportunity that, you know, and then, you know, when I was much younger, people would say, uh, you know, you should go and network more. You should go out more. You know, I'm a very private person. So, uh, uh, yeah, those were the thoughts of that, that I was thinking before. But now I wouldn't change a thing because I think it's, it's, it's so much better this way. Uh, I, I've said this before. Uh, you know, life is supposed to be full of ups and downs. And it is, it is because of the peaks in the valley that makes a beautiful landscape. And, and you know, it makes, you know, makes this time around so much sweeter. So I, would, so I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, so as we sort of, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of our time, I do want to ask about, you know, what's in the, in the immediate future. Now you have, you have these huge projects on, on the horizon. You have, you have Loki, season two, things like that. So I'm curious, you know, obviously not much you can say. But I'm I'm curious what it's like to to be thinking about these next projects as you you know are are in Oscars time are in talking about everything everywhere all at once. What's it like to have you know these characters on the horizon that you're going to be playing? Are 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 you doing that same level of prep? Are you are are you thinking about this, or is that something you cannot even think about before before? Well, first of all, you know I'm so happy American Born Chinese is 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 about to come out very mm. soon. It's yeah. wonderful. Uh, it's a great show. It's another you know, giant step forward for mm-hmm. Asian representation. Uh, it's a great story. I can't wait for the audience to see it. Loki season two is, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> really, really good. I had the best of time shooting the series with Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson and our entire cast and crew in London. We were there for four months. I can't wait for the world to see that. Uh, it comes out in the summer. Uh, right now, I don't have anything planned. I, you know, you know I, I've, I've attended a lot of these events, you know, mm-hmm. in the past, especially the past couple of months, you know, uh, where I'm meeting all these famous people. 
and all these yeah. wonderful filmmakers that I have admired for so many, so many years. And honestly, every time I go to these, I'm like a kid at a candy store. I run up to them. I tell them how much I love them. I ask for a selfie. I ask for a selfie, and I shamelessly say, "Can you please?" <laughs> Put me in your movie. Yeah, I'm, I, Can I'm, you I'm please hire busy. me? I'm a little busy. Uh, I got I got a free schedule coming up. Just so you yeah, know. yeah. So so uh, so it's just the uh, I, I I don't know what my next project is, and mm. that you know that's the truth. Uh, I I don't have anything planned, but it's just the idea of possibly you mm. know working with 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 somebody that I admire uh, that I love uh, for so many years. It's it's really you know it feels great. Uh, uh, and and it's it feels I mean honestly Vinny you know it, it feels optimism is a great feeling I, and that's I, what I have right now uh, I didn't have it in my younger days but I have it now and uh, things are you know things are good so I love yeah. that so before I let you go you know you, you you touched on this a little bit before but you know as I mentioned a lot of people listening to this podcast are in that place where they just they don't know. Whether it's going to happen for them, you know, they don't know how to get themselves back to that place. So I'm curious, you know, you touched on it before, but if you did have to talk to those people, no matter where they are in their career, you know, what what gave you that push to sort of get back into it and and to 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 try again and to and to put yourself back out there? What 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 is that? What gave you that push? And what do you think could give people out there that same kind of push? Well, you know, you know, first of all, you know, I I would say don't give up. You know what? What? What drove? What drove me? Like I said earlier, to give voice to this to this dream I had to come back, to step in front of the camera again, not knowing you know what the outcome is going to be, is the fear of regret. I you know I don't want to live my life with regrets. Uh, and also, to all the actors out there listening, all you need is just that one opportunity, that one job that's going to change your life. I, of course, you know, I, I've been very lucky. I had that job when I was 12 years old with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And I have everything everywhere again. But then, you know, of course, I've waited more than 30 years for this. So one is, you know, you have to persevere. Don't give up. One day it will come for you. That opportunity will come knocking. You just have to be ready. And when it does... You have to pour your entire heart and soul into it. You have to work really hard and be brave. Like I said, it's like I hope people can watch, can hear my story. And, and if it can, honestly, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. Uh, you just have to be patient. Keith, this, this was an absolute pleasure. Uh, I cannot tell you how, how happy I am for you, how happy I am to that that. I don't want to say that you're back, but for all of uh, all of your success, it is is it's so wonderful to see. Uh, the movie is incredible. Um, I, it, it is really just a miracle. It feels like a miracle of a movie. It feels like a miracle of a performance. And yeah, this was this was so pleasant. This was so wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Well, Vinny, thank you for the interview. Thank you for talking to me. I had a great time. Of course, uh, of course. Yeah, this is uh, this is a lot of fun for me. And uh, you're an Oscar nominee. That's pretty cool. Yes. That's- yeah! <laughs> What is, wow, how incredible uh, is that? Uh, it's, love it's, it. really, it's, it's, uh, it's really cool. So, right, so thank, thank you, thank you so much. much. Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks, as always, to our brilliant producer, Jamie Muffet, and to the whole team at Backstage, Samantha Sherlock, Mark Stinson, Caitlin Watkins, and of course, Casey Howe. Visit Backstage.com, and don't forget, you can subscribe to Backstage with code ENVELOPE at checkout for a free trial. 100% free, you simply cannot beat that. For more exclusive content, find us on Facebook and Twitter at In The Envelope, and subscribe, share, and leave a comment. Who should we interview next? Let us know. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time for another peek in the envelope.